The 2022 fantasy football season has finally arrived. And with that comes the long-awaited season two of Football on the Rocks. This year, we will bring you every week our borderline fringe starters, our busts of the week, and our DK or DraftKings stacks that we like to make sure your millionaire team is ready to go. Don't forget, we'll always talk about our bourbon or beer just to make sure you're enjoying a glass or two. Without further ado, here's your show, Football on the Rocks. Hello and welcome to Football on the Rocks. I'm Joe Niehoff. Bye. Niehoff and Mr. John Merrick. As usual, let's start with what we have in our glass tonight. Bobby, what you drinking? Uh, tonight, I am going to be cracking open a Hop Valley uh, beer. It's actually a, a new brewery that I've found. Um, when I went to Vikings training camp, they, they had a IPA there. This one is their Pineapple Stash House. Um so it has a little bit of a, a pineapple puree added to it. Gives it that little tropical sweetness. You would have to have some kind of fruity drink. It's like it's like on demand. That's what you drink, but that's okay. Bobby's got Tonight, the fruity I, drinks, and you've you're the. If fruit. I'm gonna be drinking something, it's gonna taste good. The I'm fruity. not just gonna drink something that's terrible. All right. Well. Uh, tonight, Heaven's Door Double Barrel Whiskey. If you've never had uh, They have a pretty good lineup of bourbons. Uh, this one is 100 proof. Uh, it's a blue leg breed. <laughs> anyway, it's a good bourbon. Uh, I opened it for the first time during our neighborhood uh, guy night, which was kind of fun. John missed it, though. But uh, me and John O'Hara, if he's listening, he's in one of our fantasy football leagues. Anyway, we went on a tear in Can Jam, and I tell you what, we really didn't. I think we lost maybe two games, but won like 12 in a row at one point. <laughs> so we had a good time. Um, but anyway, Heaven's Door, if you didn't know, uh, this is actually a quote from Bob Dylan. I wanted to create a collection of American whiskeys that, in their own way, tell a story. So this is a little bit on the bottle just to kind of give you an idea of what this is. The complexity of our double barrel whiskey is the result of our own barreling finish process taking more than a year to complete we use heavily charred american white ale bourbon barrels to yield a satisfying whiskey with notes of caramel oak citrus and spice i always kind of tell you i don't know the 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 notes of stuff uh this is a very smooth bourbon it's very good if you never had it, i think you should give it a try you, John, said, you, that like you said that like they're paying you yeah, you know, maybe one of these days we'll start doing some ads, but not yet. Uh, you drinking anything tonight, John? I got nothing tonight, Joe. Nothing for you. That's That just means your stats and uh, suggestions are going to be on point, where Bob and I may have a little struggle with that. Well, I don't think you need whiskey to struggle with your picks, Joe. Of course. Here it goes. You know, you guys are going to be impressed by me tonight. I'm just going to say. Uh, you'll be you'll be fairly impressed. Overall, last week I think uh, I know Bob. Your your predictions were pretty spot on. I know you're very proud of your Kyle Pitts call. Yeah, I'm always right about Kyle Pitts. Um, I was all of last season. Why would it be any different this year? Uh huh. I was yeah. very happy about that. But uh, by Cole commit, 
uh, pick was just off target, just as much as Justin Fields was. Hey, it was um, a rainy day in Chicago. So I, I did not. Don't I did not account for the weather yourself. with that. Um, Although, but how I many nailed Kirk. Did have? <laughs> I nailed Kirk and I nailed Pitts. The others were uh, suspect at best. Yeah, I don't disagree. Uh, but overall, pretty good. John, you had a couple that you were pretty close on as well. AJ Dillon, yep. good game. Week. I can't remember who my quarterback was. I like to think I did a decent job. No. No? You no. don't like my uh, – my. I, well, at a minimum, I think I did a pretty good job of hitting on the uh, the, the New Orleans stack in the DraftKings. Um, speaking of DraftKings, uh, unfortunately, um, we had two contests last week, so it got a little confusing for some. Uh, the highest point total, I think the winner in our match was like 200 points. Uh, the highest team that I had created was like 192, but it wasn't in that particular one, so it doesn't count. Um, but overall, uh, Bob, do we have any winners that we need to announce? Nope. Because I took the top spot in our uh, in our league in the league so, one, the, yeah. In the official, 155 points. In yeah, the official in the official one, 155 points for Bobby, 141 for John. Had a couple of the participants in there. So uh, as always, we appreciate you guys playing. Um, that other that other one we did have it, it got up to 100 players, which was kind of impressive. We're gonna kind of get that sorted out. Make sure that uh, when I put it on DraftKings Social, it's sent out to the right. Uh, match or right league to play in. It is a league, so you'll repeat it every single week. If you do participate, you'll be invited in every week. Um, and hopefully that continues to go well. So, very good. Um, all right, well, let's dive into tonight. Uh, we got our uh, kind of our borderline players picked out. And so, uh, Bob, I felt like you did a pretty good job. Why don't you start us off with your your first picks for this week? Uh, my first pick for the week is at quarterback. I'm going with Matt Ryan. Uh, again, we're, we're picking those guys kind of in that you probably can pick them up on your waivers in some of these situations, especially at quarterback and tight end. Uh, Matt Ryan is going up against the Jaguars. I just allowed Carson Wentz to score 29 points. Um, Matt Ryan is better than Carson Wentz. I'll just say that. Um, there's a reason why they moved on from him. Uh, and he threw the ball 50 times last week in five quarters because they played all of overtime and tied. Um, so, I mean, you average that out, 10 passes, a quarter, 40 throws. I see him getting around 20 to 25 points this week. Um, and, and I think he scores more than just the one touchdown. He did run it a tiny bit. I think he got about 12 yards last week, which it's not much, but it's a little bit of something, and it's another point or so. Um, I think he will have a nice week, score two to f- maybe three, four touchdowns uh, against this Jaguars defense that is uh, middling at best. I mean, uh, I like the, the, the comment. I think he could have a good week, too, honestly. But uh, he did struggle to win the game against Houston. So there is that. John, he didn't who do you lose the game, though, Joe. He didn't lose the game. Fair enough. John, who do you got? I'm going to go with someone who won a game last week, and that is Carson Wentz, who is a better quarterback than Matt Ryan. 
<laughs> proved by the fact that he was the number three scoring quarterback in fantasy last week and he should be available for most people to pick up and i think it's a great week to pick him up and play going against joe's secret good team the detroit lions there you go are terrible <laughs> <laughs> so much for that defense being any kind of good. <laughs> yeah. Detroit giving up, gave up kind of bottom six, I guess top six most points to quarterbacks last week. I think what we've seen is that Washington has more weapons than um, Wentz had in Indy last year. I think that might be surprising, but with Thomas healthy, with Dotson, with McLaurin, um, then with a couple pass catching running backs, I think it's a great matchup. And I think Wentz is a pick up and play quarterback this week. Yeah, and another guy that's a pick up on that team is uh, Samuel Curtis Samuel. He had a pretty decent week, lots of targets. Um, I don't think we're going to be talking about him too much tonight, but another guy that could be on your list um, of people to consider. Uh, so you guys kind of took the two that were ranked outside of you know the top. I don't know. 12 right those are the two guys that i felt like were were pretty obvious mine this week so we we say here for the the quarterbacks is kind of that borderline guy so really anything 10th ranked or lower uh is somebody that we can consider talking about like do i start them do i not so mine this week is actually aaron Rodgers. he is ranked 10th this week tied for 10th with a couple other guys so real quick on aaron Rodgers. um obviously if you Started him last week. Hope he kind of get off to his own same old stuff that he always does. You're disappointed with his performance against Minnesota. A lot of people actually thought he have a good week against Minnesota and didn't do very good. So let me tell you a few things about him playing against Chicago. Number one, they're at home in Green Bay. Uh, he has averaged in his career through 28 games, two touchdowns a game, average. Um, he averages 31 passes and a 107.4 passer rating. Now here's the unique part about him. The last four games against Chicago, he's had four touchdowns, two touchdowns, four touchdowns, four touchdowns. The team itself has scored 41 points, 35 points, 24 points, 45 points. They've averaged 36.25 points per game against Chicago in that time frame. So my week this week, I'm not only picking Aaron Rodgers, obviously as somebody, he's not a pickup player, but he is somebody that I do think is very, he's a starter without question. I have him as a top five quarterback this week uh, going against the Chicago Bears. So, who do we got, Bob? Who do you like, me or John? Um, John went out on a limb a little bit more because it's, you know, Carson Wentz and not Aaron Rodgers, who looks very average. But I do like, like, if I had to choose between the two, I, I would probably lean Aaron Rodgers just because that's who he is. Um, his talent should bear out, but the weapons argument that, that John put up with Wentz is pretty good. It's close, but I'm going to give it to to Joe on this one. All right. I, I mean, on. are you just giving it to who is the better quarterback? Because then I'm yeah. just going to start the picking. Argument, the then argument. I'm just going to start picking the highest rated of the list. The, the argument. <laughs> The argument that John made was better than the argument that Joe made, though. Ah, okay, fair enough. Now, again, keep in mind, I did, you know, I know you guys gave John actually had to convince me. Week, but, but I, I did quote, and, and I'll say it again, I do think he'll be a top five quarterback this week, which is 
difficult to do if you think about the guys that are traditionally in the top, the top five for quarterback. So just saying. Um, John, who are you picking between me and Bobby? Uh, I don't love Matt Ryan this week, so I think I, by default I have to pick Joe. Yeah, and for me, uh, same thing. Bobby, I, I think you're the whole point of you saying Matt Ryan is a better quarterback than Carson Wentz, uh, that may not – I mean, that may be true. I know John kind of came back and said Carson Wentz is better than, than Matt, but your statement may be true. However, in fantasy football, Carson Wentz is better than Matt Ryan. Um, so I'm going with John, although I will take the default win on this one. So with that win, I will start off on running backs. <clears throat> Mine this week is Chase Edmonds. Um, he is currently ranked. Oh, I thought I had it written down. Uh, anyway, he is ranked pretty low. I think it's like 30 something, but I'm going to confirm that before I start my little rant on him. 25, 25. All right. So 25th ranked running back. So, so he's really on that borderline. High. Really on that borderline, Joe. You went on a limb on this one. Let's oh, hear stop it. it. 25th is it? We said 20th. Through like 40th, guys. Chill oh out. Oh, my goodness. You picked the guy that in 12 teams league, 12 team leagues is a starter. Is a borderline starter. Is Maybe bonafide, a, probably started, set it for flex vegan. All right. I'm going to start. Let's hear the off. argument. <clears throat> Joe, I hope that Lynn doesn't really good argument. You guys, you know, sometimes, whatever. All right. So here's the reason for Chase Edmonds this week that are going against. Uh, Baltimore, they rank 20th in fantasy points against running backs. Um, so it's a pretty good opportunity for him. Um, Michael Carter for the Jets last week had 60 rushing yards and seven catches. Okay, mind you, seven catches. The one thing about Chase that people are a little bit afraid of is what's his role going to be in comparison to like Raheem Mostert, for example. Uh, he had 16 touches to Mostert six. So overall kind of owning that backfield. Uh, and then kind of what was a slow, not exciting game against New England last week. So I think this gives him an opportunity. Um, second week with this offense in full go, um, I see him having closer to about 20 touches this week, um, be- making it close. And uh, and I do think with Baltimore giving up some catches running backs, I could see Chase having about four, four to seven catches this week, which is going to help him. My biggest thing with him uh, is he's fairly inexpensive on DraftKings. Good price, $5,200. He needs 15 points to return value for you. And I see him getting at least 15 to 20 points. Um, scoring a touchdown this week is my pick for Chase Edmonds. Okay, hey, John. You convinced me on DraftKings, but you didn't convince me on normal fantasy. Hey, well, Bobby could pick somebody really shitty, and I might be okay. Yeah. John, let's hear yours. Let's That's what you got up for. Um. I'm going to go with Melvin Gordon, the 35th ranked running back. So a little bit farther on the limb than Joe went. Yes, this is true. And and I actually like Melvin too. So you, it won't be hard to convince me. Let's hear what you have to say. He had more, he had five more carries than Javante did last week. He had the first, um, he had the first attempt to get a goal on the goal line to get a rushing touchdown. I know you're going to say he fumbled it, but then, Next time they had an opportunity, Javante fumbled it. So I don't think that comes as a knock against them. I think they'll give Gordon the uh, first dibs on the goal line again. And they're going against Houston, who allowed 165 rushing yards last week. So I think that 
Denver is just going to go to the ground again, um, rely heavy on the running backs. I think both running backs are startable, but I think Gordon has a lot of upside this week. Good. I like it. Bobby, who do you got? All right. And I had picked uh, Jeff Wilson Jr. He's probably the number one target for, for pickups this week. It's like this thing that the 49ers like to do is have their main running back get hurt. Uh, typically, it's coming at the beginning of the season. It's kind of weird that their RB2 got hurt this time because Debo Samuels, their running back one, apparently, as well as their wide receiver. Um, but Jeff Wilson Jr. is going to be getting the majority of those true running back carries uh, behind Trey Lance and uh, Debo. So, I mean, he's kind of running back three in a sense that way on the team. But I see him being able to maybe sneak in a touchdown near the goal line. I know, uh, you know, Seattle's kind of riding high. They had a couple goal line stands with fumbles and all that kind of stuff. Um, Wilson's a little bit of a different back, and I can see him getting around 15 or so points this week. Um, and just getting that that volume of work is really where I'm looking at Wilson. Good. He's rated as uh, running back 30 this week. So, yeah. yeah, all right. So, uh, two close ones there, honestly. Um, uh, Bobby, I do agree. I think Wilson's probably the top target for picking up this week. Um, unfortunately, I said this at the beginning and I'm going to say it again, Bobby. I just don't want anybody that plays for San Francisco. I don't think their offense is going to be that good. And that was a little bit proven this last week with what happened uh, with Trey Lance and uh, San Francisco and Chicago. So I'm going, and I already told you I liked uh, Gordon a little bit. I'm going with Gordon. Yes, Debo Samuel, Samuel's 12 points wasn't wasn't a lot for a, a, where you picked him. You're, you're, you're spot on there, Joe. Yep. All right, Bob, who are you picking? Um, I don't like Melvin Gordon. <laughs> I know you don't because you love Javante Williams. I do, I do, but I don't think that Joe's right. I think it's it, and it comes down honestly. This time I'm going to go with John because of the argument that he made, and I should I should just go with that instead of the talent because the talent's whatever it is. It's about the argument that's made. Who is going to convince me to start their guy? I think John did that this week. Yeah, honestly, I think Gordon was pretty explosive when he got the ball. I mean, it, at the end of the day, I think both of them had good good games for running backs. And being able to watch that game as its only game on TV, so to speak, Monday night, um, I like John's pick. So, John, all right, you got this round, but who are you going with between me and Bobby? I got to go with Bobby. I like Wilson. I think he has a lot of potential. I think last year they've shown that their uh, second and third – depth chart running backs have a lot of value so i think wilson's a good pickup and a good start this week very good all right uh next bobby why don't you start us off with wide receivers uh well i am gonna go to the well and hopefully come up with a bucket full of water this week because last week Allen robinson did nothing and it was (laughs) so sad um this week i think he bounces back um really there is some optimism here it's a, a passing offense. They couldn't run the ball at all last week. And that might have been just due to the defense that they were playing against. Um, that that uh, Bill's defense is no joke. Um, but I see him coming back. He ran actually 96% of the pass routes last week. So he's very much involved. Uh, if you look at some of the all 22 coverage, 
routes and and kind of follow him each time. Uh, he's getting open. He's getting that separation. It's just going to be one of those things that'll take a little bit of time. And I think this is the week. Um, Atlanta allowed fifty one point two fantasy points last week, and if he even gets you know twelve fifteen percent of that, I mean you're you're going to be very happy with what Robinson's able to return. Um, so I would definitely be starting him again this week. If he burns you again, now we got a conversation to have. But until that point, um, I, I think that he has that potential to to kind of break out a bit this week here. Just never giving up, huh? Yep. Refusal. Refusal. Yeah, just here. just stubborn German. Like <laughs> I like that. Stubborn German. <laughs> Just throw it back at it. Again. There you go. Well, speaking of stubborn Germans, I'll, I'll take the next one. So for me this week, I'm going with Adam Thielen. He is ranked 30th. So is that a little Homer. bit better? Are you guys happy with my 30th? Homer pick. Homer, Homer pick. pick or, oh, yeah. Now I get the Homer. Pick. I think you sell the highest rated of our picks. So it probably. Anyway, it doesn't matter. I don't give a shit. Um, he is probably, regardless of what you think, I would be willing to bet that in most standard you know, teams, he is a borderline starter for you this week. And you're thinking, do I start him? Do I not against Philadelphia? So here are the reasons why you start him. Number one, after seeing JJ's week, Justin Jefferson's week last week, Philadelphia has to focus on stopping Justin Jefferson. Um, their cornerback Slay uh, is kind of more of a follower of the best guy. So he's probably going to follow it on JJ a little bit, which could lead some opportunities uh, for Adam. If you look at the game last week where Philadelphia gave up 35 points to Detroit, who uh, you guys have both said sucks, DJ Shark, their number two wide receiver, had eight targets, a touchdown in 52 yards. He did grab four of those targets. If you're targeting Thielen eight times, he's going to have probably six to eight six to eight catches. He might catch all of them. Kirk's a little bit throw over the football than golf. Than golf. The last thing on this is where Adam has shined in the last – couple of seasons is in the red zone all right philly's 21st ranked against wide receivers adam thing was 5600 on monday night if you look at that for the dk game um what i like to say here this is my bold statement kind of of the week i have adam thielen scoring two touchdowns and being a top 10 wide receiver this week joe just trying to be bold this week john you're up I feel like I'm just not going to vote for Joe when he bases his strategy around DraftKings for non-DraftKings conversations. (laughs) So for for my pick, I'm going to go with Julio Jones. I think for Julio, I think my kind of perspective on him is I think you want to rate him higher than where you had him drafted just because I think you lowered him – where you draft him just based on his age and uh, thinking he won't play a full year. But with him playing, he's number two receiver with Godwin injured. Going against the Saints who allowed where? I think they allowed like 185 yards to wide receivers last week. Julio had touchdowns. Yeah, Julio had seven targets, five catches, 69 yards. So I think he's heavily involved. He looked good when he played. He um, was caught on some deep crosses. Um, I think tracking the ball well. So I, I think that kind of with his talent and with Tom Brady, I think he's um, easily in that wide receiver two um, output this week. Good. All right. Well, 
I'm going to go first on picking this one. Um, John, I'm a little bit with you on Julio. Bobby, I'm sorry. I just can't. I can't. I can't get on that Allen Robinson bandwagon just yet. So I'm going to go with John. I say Allen Robinson scores more points this week than Jones. Okay. I'll take that bet. Yeah. I feel like that's me and Bobby's bet because I have Julio. Bob, do you want another double bet? <laughs> I'll take I'll no, take a fine. double on that. If you guys are cool with it, I'll I'll definitely score both double points. Yeah, I mean if, if John's if you're, if, you're, if John's bet. cool with it, fine. I vote for Bobby <laughs> for my previously stated reasons. Why? Because it based off of DraftKings. I said what his price was. I didn't base it off DraftKings. Well. All I hear was you analyzing DraftKings. I, I'm shocked, John. I actually am shocked. Bobby, it's I, up to you. Hey, I have to live by a set of rules, and if you don't obey that, then, you know, that's your problem. So I won't say anything else. Hey, I'll, I will gladly time. score two points here if you guys will let me. But if you guys each want a point, if somehow Julio does better than Robinson, then that's totally fine with me, too. It's a matter of if I'm – I would love to score two points on Allen Robinson this week if I can. Yeah, we're going to let you try to score two points on Allen Robinson this week. Yes. The bet has been made. That was an easy. On another note, who do you pick between Thielen and Julio? Thielen. Homer? No, I, I think that Joe made a better argument. I Love it. He, the, the argument's a little bit better. The, the statistics fall in Thielen's favor. And it's not going to be too many games where Adam Thielen is only getting, you know, five catches for 50 yards. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Very good. Uh, going into the tight ends. Uh, I guess we'll come around full circle. I'll go first here. Yeah. Um, so my tight end this week, uh, let's see, his ranking is 18th. Okay. So now I'm going way outside. All right. Right, so this is a guy that's probably barely even on somebody's radar, but I have a couple good points as to why he should be. If he's available and you need a tight end, this would be a good pickup. If he's available and let's say you have Pitts as your tight end, Bobby would recommend starting this guy over him. Okay, his name is Hayden Hurst. He plays for the Cincinnati Bengals. Uh, number one reason why I like him this week. First off, last week he had eight targets. Okay, so he's not not going to be involved. Five catches. 46 yards. Um, Higgins is out. So with T. Higgins not playing, there's going to be a little bit more opportunity, at least in the total amount of targets uh, that'll be out there for for Mr. Hurst. Um, and really what it all comes down to for tight ends is catching a touchdown. Okay. Um, he was targeted twice in the red zone last week, did not get a touchdown, but he does have opportunity. He's on the field for a lot of the game. Uh, he's my tight end this week. Nice. Oh, oh, and the last piece, I see him as potentially being a top 10 tight end this week. Okay. Ranked 18th, I think he'll be a top 10 guy. Nice. Um, all right, I'll, I'll jump in with my tight end for the week. It's Gerald Everett. Uh, we'll see him on Thursday night. Looking like Allen is going to be a no-go for the week here. Uh, so he should see a couple more targets, especially when you get down the red zone. Um, he's 6'3", 240. I mean, you got a big target right there that you can uh, toss the ball to. And uh, one of Arizona's tight ends scored a touchdown last week. Now, uh, Kansas City only did allow two catches in that game to a tight end. 
Uh, but Everett will get a little bit more usage uh, given the, the style of offense played there. Uh, he had four targets last week. Uh, he scored. He He's due. I think he'll potentially get a, a score again. At least he'll, let, he'll have that opportunity afforded to him a couple of times. Um, the Chargers actually play very well against Kansas City, and we got a primetime short week game here. I think that uh, uh, we'll see some good scoring out of this game and that Everett uh, will definitely have that opportunity there. Uh, so I am going to see what I can do with uh, Gerald Everett this week. And based on the offense that he's in, it, it could be a guy that you find yourself starting more and more as the season goes on. Yeah, I like it. I like it. John? So I'm going to stack my tight end with the quarterback I like this week and go with Logan Thomas. Um, he's been a high-performing tight end in the past, coming off of injuries, finally healthy. I think after getting he still had three catches on six targets for 45 yards, had that deep 27-yard reception. So I think he has a lot of upside. I think he's he'll be more of a feature in the offense. Um doesn't have as much to compete with. Um, and as we said before, Detroit is just terrible. They have the hard knocks curse. Both defenses are struggling. So I could think of a high scoring game, lots of passing. And I think he has um, a lot of upside in what was kind of a terrible tight end performance in week one. Nice. He had six, six, uh, Six targets, targets last, last week, so that's not a bad choice there. Yeah, and I think he, he was questionable to even play week one. Right. So I think Coming really, back from that ACL tear. Yeah, having that kind of production in a game where you're not expected to play, I think that just shows he has a lot of high upside for the rest of the year. I think he could easily be a top, if he stays healthy, easily be a top 12 tight end for the rest of the year. Well, and he was when he was healthy last time he was really playing. So it is. I'm curious. And by the way, his quarterback back then wasn't Carson Wentz. So I think opportunities there, John. I don't completely disagree with that. Bobby, who do you got out of the tight ends? Who do you like best? Um, you know what? I'm going to have to – Joe's been having a little bit of better argument um, tonight, John. I don't know if, if you're, like, got a flu or something going on. <laughs> um, but – I like Hayden Hurst a little bit more uh, based off of some of the things that Joe was bringing up there. So I'm going to have to give it to him. Thank you. I'll take it. John, who do you got? I guess I have to go Joe. I like it. My my little thing came together there. I can't complain. I'm actually going to go with Bobby this week. Um, I think the matchup's better uh, for Everett personally. Um, I also like uh, him for a longer season-long uh, type of player um, overall I think he's just in a prime position the other reason and if Bobby if you would have made this point John might have picked you Keenan Allen I don't believe is playing this week that was only the first thing that I said but okay oh well I missed it because I was too busy not paying attention um, <laughs> hey, as soon as you start talking I lose all attention span it goes out the window completely so uh, see, now I'm glad I did pick you, but you know maybe it wasn't enough for John to pick you. But anyway, so yeah, I, I do think he's a good pick. I think he'd be a good option this week at tight end. Um, all right, let's get into busts. Who wants to go first? Um, I'll go first here. Um, I got Alvin Kamara as my bust. I might just win this bust uh, by, by default. Um, he actually came up with a rib injury at the end of uh, – last week's game 
And then they went out and signed Latavius Murray today to their practice squad. So that shows that they're at least worried enough about his availability come Monday or come Sunday here. Um, So that is one thing that's going on there. He's also struggled in the past against Tampa Bay, just historically hasn't really gotten above like 15 fantasy points in any of his recent games against Tampa Bay. And so just for those reasons alone, um, I have him outside of the top 20 this week um, and, and probably scoring around maybe 10 points or so. Um, you'll be kind of disappointed in what he's able to do. And so if you have one of these other guys that we were talking about, maybe uh, consider at that position throwing somebody else in. I mean, Bobby, you might lose by default because if he doesn't play, he's not a bust. He is a bust because you can't play him. He's just injured. No. Yeah. yeah. He just it's not a bust. He's, he, that's a total I'm bust. I'm he zero points for It's not a bust. His, ex- his, his expected points are zero, and his total points would be zero. So he would yeah. be as right at expectations. As we're, here, as we're sitting here on a Tuesday night, he's not out. And so I'm saying it, and it's fine. All right. Well, <laughs> I'm going to go back out on a further limb. For the second week in a row, I'm going to call a bust on a first-round running back and say that Derrick Henry will be a bust. Ooh, he that's bold. zero catches on one target last week. Had 82 rushing yards, and this week he's going against the top, the top rushing defense. Allowed 47 rushing yards last week, and that's going up against the Buffalo Bills. I think he'll be outside the top 20 running backs. I think he's... Usually you could consider benching him for anyone we discuss. And I think there's um, a lot of concerns if he's really hit kind of the cliff and if they're even going to use him in the passing game, considering that they lost A.J. Brown, they lost Julio, um, and they are still not involving Derrick Henry in the passing game. Yeah. Yeah, and didn't how many did Hilliard have two touchdowns? receiving the back of running back yeah yeah Uh, yeah i i I do like that pick john i i'm curious though because you know at some point obviously they lose that game and they were up for a minute you know they got to get back to a more consistent usage a little bit a la like cmc you know he's healthy yet you only give him 10 carries or 10 touches or whatever it was well Uh, good luck being up against Buffalo and being able to run the ball against them. Exactly, and that's that's the other point to what you make, so very good. All right, my bust of the week is Bobby's favorite player ever created, and his name is Javante Williams. <laughs> so well, he's thanks for handing me the win, Joe. Yeah, I, I probably did this week, but I'm going to make some points as to why I'm saying this. So first of all, is he just ranked the fact that he had the – a 30% target share last week. Okay. Or is it the fact you, that you listen to me? is the only guy in the league that has more receptions than him? Will you listen to what I have to say? No, okay. I won't because it's not Bobby's, Bobby's ears are shut to this. Well, those that actually want to hear some advice, Javante Williams had seven attempts on the ground last week. Um, he had 11 catches last week, which is phenomenal. But let me tell you something. He had a total of 53 targets all of 2021. So don't you dare think for one second that all of a sudden he's now going to be some unbelievable catching running back and he's going to get all these targets out of the backfield. He only has a very, very different quarterback, but okay. 
No, absolutely. Very, very different quarterback. Oh, and by the way, a different offense. But if you look historically, Russell Wilson's running backs don't get 11 freaking catches a week. They They might get four. What are you talking about? They literally just did. It is one week is all I'm saying. Okay, Gordon out-touched him. He had 12 attempts rushing. Okay, so out, sorry, not out-touch him. No, he did not out-touch him. He, I'm sorry. I, I meant he, more rushing yards He or more rushing opportunities. He, he was, was so involved in the run game more. It is a true split. I am telling you, if you watch that game, you saw that they essentially just switched every possession. So it wasn't like this guy was spelling another guy. They literally swapped them out every single drive. Um, he's ranked in the top 14. My opinion on him this week. Okay, they're playing against Houston, who gave up 30.5 points to Taylor. 15.25 points would be the true split. I have Javante Williams scoring under 10 points this week. I say he gets more than 10 points this week. Running backs in the overall range. Do you want to make that into a bet? Because I will. Yeah, that would be a dumb bet. I'm not going to make it into a bet because I could be wrong. You could be very wrong because you are very wrong. I don't think I am, but I don't want to, I don't want to, I don't want to give you a free point if I am. Does that make sense? Okay. How about 12 points? No, I'm just not, let's just not touch it. Oh, 15. I'll do it at 15. I don't think we'll have over 15. Huh? You're you're trying to, you're making the argument that he's not going to score his projected points. You said under 10 and I conceded to 12. Yeah, well, I, I, my I argument again the half. The reasons back. why I'm doing it. Listen, if you really want to make a bet, Bobby, I do just for no reason at all. Are Joe, we doing a half point Joe. PPR? Full point. Joe, well, no, no, I'm not gonna. I'm all of our going. all of our bets are in full point PPR. Everything that we we're gonna, we're gonna leave this bet off the table for today. Hold on. But Here, I'm Joe, still how stick about to my points. points this week. Joe, how about this? I'll take Javante, and you take. You take Derrick Henry and whoever. No, gets that's more not. Wins. I'm. I'm the. His projected points is sixteen point one and full. I'll do that bet, PPR. John. Nobody listened to what the bet was, and I'm the one making the bet. I love Javante. Nobody else gets to claim him. <laughs> Nobody else gets to claim him. Well, I think we just have a bet, Bobby. <laughs> yeah. No. It's just whoever me scores and... more points, I got Javante, and Joe has Derrick. Derrick Henry. Henry. There you go. Me and John are on that train. Even though I think Jer- Derrick Henry will also have a bad week. So, so fun. John, We're having John fun. This best. is fun. <laughs> John wins the John wins the best because Joe's just flat out wrong. Guys, I'm telling you, I'm gonna be right on this one, and you're I'm gonna be shoving it in your face next week. Okay. Just saying. Just saying. All right, uh John, who wins between me and Bobby? Uh Bobby. Okay. And uh Henry versus I forgot who Bobby had already. <laughs> Kamara. Kamara. Um I well. Hmm. It's not a bust. That's that's the hard part. Your your I, analysis is that he's going to be a bust because he's not going to play. Then he's not a bust. That that's not. I said that there's potential that he doesn't play. His injury that's there also. Like if he does play, he might not get as much run. Like he's not going to score what you think he will. It's probably be closer around 
10 points. The problem is, John, I just that's not picked, good full PPR. I just picked Henry to and he's projected for 18. Beat Javante Williams. So I kind of got to cheer for Henry and I don't like to do that in a bet. So I'm going to have to go with Bobby here. God, I forgot that I'm talking to morons. <laughs> <laughs> oh, very nice. All right. Um, so I kind of Gets us through those pieces. That was fun. Um, hopefully got a little bit tidbit, bit of advice. Let's move into DraftKings. Do you guys have your stacks ready? No. All right. Well, I got mine ready. I'll talk a little bit about it. Um, so, DK, well, first let's go back and talk about who the millionaire from last week was. Um, there was a couple millionaire games. I don't know who got in what. Um, there was a big one, which was about like 100 bucks. To participate in, and then there were some smaller ones that were like five dollars. So it kind of gets everybody in those. The big millionaire, just to give you guys an idea who won that one, uh, it was actually like a, a four way tie. Hold on, that's the wrong thing. Here we go. Now we're there. All right, the hundred dollar entry. The winner was Lotto Winner. <laughs> Good for them, Lotto Winner. Wonder if they won the Lotto. They had um, a interesting stack that nobody talked about, Baker Mayfield and Robbie Anderson. Um, they had Travis Kelsey as their primary tight end. They actually went with Robert Tanyan, so they did a double tight end, which we see every once in a while. Um, the Dolphins' defense scored pretty well for them, but they really just focused on their wide receivers. Jamar Chase, Justin Jefferson got some good, good price on Shaquan Barkley and Cordero Patterson, which led them to – 233.2 points uh, for the winner there. Um, overall, it's solid squad. I think if you look at it across the board, it was, it was pretty solid. The uh, winner in the other one was a Rapid Fire. They scored 251 points. That's going to be more on the higher side on a typical week. They had Pat Mahomes stacked with Kelsey. Um, that was the only stack. But, again, Jamar Jefferson had a great week. That Michael Pittman um and Barkley so kind of gives the idea of what their team was comprised of there they actually had the Steelers defense scored 26 points which helped them get above again right behind them um overall not too bad in our game it looks like um Bobby got the point this week even though I had a team that scored 189 points I just didn't get in that particular match because I didn't know of it but this week we'll fix that and get it all going so Let's dive into the stacks for this week. Um, as you can tell, last week the winning stack was Mahomes and Kelsey in the bigger game for the $5 uh, millionaire. This week it is $20 millionaire. Um, for me, sometimes it's worth spending money on players to, uh, to create a stack. So the stack I got this week, and, uh, and I like it personally, uh, coming off of a, a four-interception game but still scoring 26.2 points in DraftKings is Joe Burrow. So my stack is Joe Burrow with Chase. Um, obviously, they had a, a good connection. That game got close when they started throwing the ball to Jamar Chase. If you're looking at his stat line early in the game, he had like two catches in the first, you know, maybe 25 minutes of the game. And they started kind of piling on, and he ended up with 10 catches, 120 yards, and a touchdown. He actually had another touchdown that they didn't call a touchdown. They didn't even review the touchdown. Uh, so he could add even more points. Uh, maybe not a Cooper Cup game, but uh, pretty solid, solid for a first week for him. I'm actually going to double stack that in my game with Hayden Hurst um, because I talked a little bit about him earlier and where I like him. He's 3600 bucks. That really opens up the ability to create the team 
uh, with some some studs running back wise. There's some good prices I feel like on running backs that you can get. I mentioned Chase Edmonds, 5200 earlier. I think he's a good price. Um, and then there's some other guys. It's you know if you're going to try to put Cooper Cup on a team at almost 10,000, uh, you're going to have to find some some cheap prices somewhere else. So that kind of gives you an idea on those guys. Another one to watch just on a cheap price. Um, last comment here for me, and I'll, I'll hand it off to Bobby and them. Um, actually, two of them. A uh, guy named Greg Dortch. He is the wide receiver for Arizona. He is $3,500. He had seven catches last week off nine targets. Um, he basically played in Rondell Moore's role as Rondell didn't play. Pay attention. If Rondell is not in the lineup, Dortch is a really solid pick at 3,500 to have at least, you know, five to 10 targets uh, will will produce a little bit. And remember at 35, all you really need is about 10 points from that player to be productive. The last cheap person, the Bengals defense playing against Dallas and their backup quarterback. Just something to think about. What do you guys have for your stacks? Jesus. Uh, You just list off everyone. Yeah. No, I didn't. Oh, I mean, let's lift one stack. stack and then talk about 15 players. Well, I'm yeah. just talking so about So I I yeah, trying to be helpful. Stack, um I'm going to go with Russell Wilson and Jerry Judy. Oh, uh, Judy's sure actually you don't want Javante Williams in that. Judy's stack. actually cheaper <laughs> than uh Sutton despite doing a little bit better than him last week. Um he's only 5600, Jerry Judy is and Russell Wilson, seventy-two hundred. These are guys that they that the public is going to be off of after watching what they just did. They're at home against Houston. Houston is not good. Um, and I'm going to do a little bit of a bring back with OJ Howard at tight end at only three thousand. Uh, he had two catches for two touchdowns, and Denver's uh, secondary allowed over a hundred yards and two touchdowns to the collective tight ends over in Seattle. Um, so I, I do like OJ Howard to do a little bit of something, as Joe just said, at 3,200 at 3,000, you need about eight, nine, 10 points for that to pay out. That's basically a touchdown. Um, if he's able to do that, you're going to get your price back on him and it opens yourself up to be able to grab some other players. Very good. John. So I'm going to go for, I think a lot of the higher end cornerbacks are playing in the primetime game. So there's not as many elite options at cornerback. So I'm going to go for a cheaper option, go with Mariota against the Rams this week. I think watching the Rams and Atlanta last week, I think that I think we're starting to see the decline of the Rams and starting to see that lack of draft picks starting to impact their defense and their offense. So I think their defense is going to be more vulnerable, even with Donald and Ramsey. And I think that um, the way that Atlanta was lining up with Pitts on the outside, I think he could end up getting a lot of the Ramsey matchups. And then I think with um, I think Atlanta will look at the Buffalo game and put um, London into motion. So I have London in the um, as a stack with Mariota. I think you can also double stack with. Patterson looking at how they really relied on him in the running game and still has that upside in the passing game. So I think you have a lot of um, nice. running upside hey. with Mariota and Patterson, and they're both still involved with the uh, – And for the record – With I, the receiving game. That was one I got right last week, just saying. Not, not that we're doing like who do we like better on these ones, but I could follow what John was saying. Joe's incoherent ramblings just kind of droned on forever. 
And so I like how John was concise to the point and got his information out very quickly. Okay. Is this like, you know, you, you're, is this your way of critiquing me or something? Yeah. I was trying to get a lot of information to those that listen to us for DraftKings advice. So I feel like I got a lot of information out. So you're welcome. Right. But when we there. say, here's a stack we like, and then we're talking about a defense and then a $3,000 player who's not on any of the teams we talked about. Yeah, that's just like the added piece of DraftKings. Well, you can do that at the end after you're done. We're done talking about (laughs) stacks. All right. Well, we didn't last week, so I was trying to get it all in now, but it's okay. I good luck, everybody. This next week, we got uh, some pretty good lineups going. We'll have to see which one of us is right about how good Javante Williams is. Um, It's me, by the way. Start Javante Williams. Don't listen to Joe. That's Bobby's signing off. Um, I, I think <laughs> I double that thought. Don't listen to Joe. <laughs> oh, screw you guys. I hope I'm right about everything this week, which I'm pretty confident I'm going to be. Yep. Especially after if Adam Thielen scores the first touchdown. Joe, I gave you I gave you like three it, of the four points this week against John. I, yeah, I know. And now, you're ta- and now you're saying don't listen up. to anything Joe says. Because you screwed everything up with all of the other things <laughs> that you said. <laughs> oh, my God. All right. Fine. I've had enough of you, both of you. Bye. Thanks for listening. Talk later. Bye.